Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a super day. I have not yet revisited the notes for the previous uh, pieces of this conversation, but I'm going to include this episode into the full conversation because I think uh, I think it fits. Um, <laughs> so while I uh, am not recapping and continuing and springboarding us into the next episode, um, I still think this one fits into the um, the flow of the conversation. So I was uh, having a text conversation with a friend of mine today who he's younger than I am and uh, kind of still in that space of is there, you know, the relationship out there um, that will be that lifelong partner kind of relationship and um, and just kind of questioning how does this even happen? How does it work? You know, so we've been chatting back and forth as if I have any uh, real... <laughs> real wisdom to impart on on the 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 absolute of all of that because clearly I have not uh made all of the uh the best choices in life but I have learned a few things and so I sent him uh these 10 kind of I don't want to call them <laughs> he said his new 10 commandments but I I would say no they're more of awarenesses I would say and I would this is not necessarily for um romantic relationships necessarily I think this these are kind of guiding principles for relationships period and so that's why I wanted to include them and I've never sat down and kind of bulleted them out like this. So it was kind of fun uh, to have the conversation and to have the opportunity to to bullet them out, a number them, uh, one one to ten. And I just sat down and, and flew through it and it was it was kind of fun and I'm I feel kind of good about it. So I thought I would share that with all of you. Uh, so these are some things that I've learned uh, through the years and uh, a lot of a lot of it I've learned through my my good friendships and watching other people and how they go about relationship and learning from things that oh I really wasn't aware there when I was building relationships in the past so things that I've grown in awareness of so um, the, the the first one, uh, one of the things that uh, my friend had said is, uh, he has a hard time discerning. Like if 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 somebody's friendly with him, does that mean that that person is is looking for more in in the relationship than just a, a friendship type of thing? So, uh, number one kind of answers that a little bit. It says it's not not so much how friendly someone is to you. Look more at that person's friendliness in comparison to how friendly they are with everyone, right? So if we're thinking about, oh my goodness, that person smiled at me, they must want to have a lifelong partnership. (laughs) It's like, well, are they just smiley people, right? So sometimes we get caught up in our own, like, that person paid attention to me. And maybe that person pays attention to everybody, but be looking for those nuances, that that little bit of, oh, but they don't necessarily go out of their way like that in that way with everyone. Or maybe they do, and maybe that doesn't mean I'm so special. That just means, wow, they, they just really 
that are the, a person that goes out of their way um, in, in that regard. Uh, number two, regard everyone as a potential friend, even if you're hoping someone will be a friend with potential. So with everyone, be kind and listen and respond and give space for the other to respond. So no matter what happens, you might just have a friend here. Or you might find the clues where you can build on and it can become a friend with potential and then perhaps more than just friends, right? Uh, Number three, don't be a detective of mystery. I've always been this person like, this must mean that. And oh my goodness. Yeah. Become a detective of fact, observable fact, observe what is really there, not what might be there. Ask questions, give opportunities for the other to ask questions. Number four, this is another one that tripped me up in the past. Be guided more by actions than by statements. We all say what we want to believe is true of ourselves, but we do what is already true of ourselves. I am <laughs> I am very guilty of just taking people at their word and just, oh, wow, they love children. <gasps> That's awesome. But I would never observe them in the company of children to see what does that mean when they say they love children? Do they love them like with taco sauce for lunch or do they love them to be quiet and sit in an orderly fashion (laughs) do you know what I'm saying like what does that mean so there's definitely a sense of uh, looking for what does the action indicate and and then looking for those inconsistencies okay the inconsistencies this is number five right be on the lookout for the inconsistencies and the inconsistencies are not necessarily the issue. Now, if it's a huge inconsistency, well, I would say even then, that's not so much the issue. But address it, ask about it. Say, oh, well, this is what you say, and this is, so so how does that fit in, right? Is that what you meant? Have a conversation. And it's how the discussion goes that might become the real issue. How is conflict handled? How is there a respectfulness? Is there is there an awareness and an openness to, huh, I, I've not observed that about myself before, right? That's going to be a greater indication of, of how your relationship might go and what the person, the other person is ready for or what you're ready for than any, what we call the red flags. The red flags are rarely the red flags. The red flags are really when you have a discussion about it, how does it go? That's going to be the major issue. Uh, Number six, tell a little, ask a little, wait for a response, and expect reciprocal questions. Now, this is one that I learned from a really good friend of mine because I used to just be like all or nothing. It's like, oh my goodness, there's this warmth I feel with this person. Let me tell them my whole life story and get it all out there. And then, you know, then if I can be rejected right away, that can happen. Or if they don't seem to reject me, then I, then wow, this must mean something. (laughs) It's like, oh my gosh, that's just way too much. They probably didn't hear half the things you said. (laughs) They were just protecting themselves from the onslaught and they were in their heads with their own things. So tell a little ask a little, 
wait for a response and expect reciprocal questions, right? If you're interested in someone, remember everyone's a, a friend, right? So if you're interested, be curious, right? So be curious, ask, ask questions. And if that person is genuinely interested in you, they're going to ask questions also, right? And wait and see, and then build on that, that, that reciprocal curiosity, right? And if they're not curious about you, that's okay, right? Questions or, or the lack thereof, these can indicate the limitation of, of a friendship, of a relationship, and, and that's okay. Every relationship has a limit, every single one. So when we're looking at friendships or partnerships or, or whatever that is, be looking, right? And this is, uh, this is number seven, right? Be, be on the lookout for the limits. You know, we sometimes, some of us, not everybody, right? Some of us personality types, we're looking for where there's no limits. Like, oh, wow, this could just keep going, keep going on and on forever and ever. And we're looking for something that has no limits. That must be the one. And it's like, no, no, every relationship has limits. What you're looking for in a, a longer term friendship or an intimate relationship is the type of relationship where you're aware of where the limits might lie and you're both, you're both able to accept those limits. You're, you're aware of them, you, you, you can talk about them and you can accept them. Right, like, yeah, you like to talk about X, Y, Z and that really, I have no interest in that right? Now, some people are like, oh, that's a deal breaker. If you have no interest, and this is something I talk about all the time, that's an issue. That's a limitation. Or some people might say, that's okay. I've got these other five friends that I can sit and talk with for hours about these things, but I don't need to talk to you about that, right? So limitations, every relationship has them. Be on the lookout for them. Be okay that they're there, right? Uh, number eight, you know, look for the five main aspects of bonding to be forming, right? And I, I just identified, you know, and I, I came up with these more because I was trying to figure out how do I, how do I talk to my kids about, you know, having crushes and about, um, you know, learning to look, what, what do they look for in a relationship, right? Because things get really, especially when you're young, it's like, oh, this person, I'm so in love with that, right? So I thought, okay, well, let's, let, let, let's allow for the excitement but let's also be wise in the, th- the types of things that we're looking for. So we've got something to evaluate. So I came up with these five, and, and they're not new. I mean, I, I'm sure I didn't make them up out of thin air. Um, but when I boil things down, it's, you know, the physical, right? Which sometimes that's the very first thing. You know, for a lot of guys, it's like, ooh, check her out, right? The physical the, or, the, or that, 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 that physical um, energy that comes uh, we just feel this physical sensation, right? So the physical, like, let's not, let's not temper that and say, if, so there's two things that we usually do with the physical. We either say, shut it down. It's dangerous, too much temptation. Don't, don't let yourself feel it. Right. Or, oh my gosh, I feel this way. I have to act on it. Right. And so that's what I'm trying to kind of round out and say, you know, it's good to feel these things, but they don't mean everything. So there's the physical, there's the emotional, right? Uh, there's the spiritual, right? How do I feel about myself? How do I feel about the world? What, what opens up my, my, my way of my perspective, right? Um, there's the intellectual, right? Can I, can I have a, 
a conversation where I'm not feeling like I have to water myself down or I'm not feeling like I'm like I have no idea what you just talked about. <laughs> right. So is there an intellectual compatibility? Are we growing in that? Uh, and the social recreational. Right. Do we enjoy doing the same things, being around the same type of people, that type of thing? And and it's not that all five of these categories need to be developing at exactly the same pace. Right? We might be interested in somebody because we enjoy having these intellectual conversations and that might develop um, more rapidly or emotionally, more, whatever that is. Um, the, the key is to see if there's one of these that is way higher or one that's way lower. And that's something to address, whether it's addressing inside of you where you're evaluating or you're actually at a place where you can address it with the other person. If you've developed um, you know, expectations together around the relationship, those might be conversations to have together, right? Uh, number nine is be aware of how you feel about you when you're with the other person, right? Do you feel motivated to be your best self, right? To conquer the world and your own task list or... Do you have this high when you're around the person, but then when they're not around, like the whole world just stops and you can't function? <laughs> that, that's not so healthy. And, and we've all been there, you know, most of us, I would say. <laughs> I know I've been there. I guess I'll just talk, talk for myself. Um, and that's really what I wanted to avoid when I was, when I was, getting, when I was looking for what, what kind of partner do I want for a lifetime partner. I have been in those situations where it's all, all on and then shut down. Um, and I didn't, I wanted to avoid that, right? So I thought I was wiser, but I forgot to look for how do I feel about myself? Do I feel like the best version of myself? Do I feel like I want to be fully me and, and be a cheerleader for the other person as well? And that, that I feel like they're a cheerleader for me, right? Or, or, or do you feel like you compromise yourself for the other person? Do you feel like, um, you know, where, I guess the question is also looking where the drag is, um, where, where does life stop, whether you're with the person or um, not with the person, right? When do you feel like you are less than yourself or you shut down, whether you're with the person or not with the person? And there's always going to be some drag, right? There's always friction, always. I mean, we, we, we go through life and there's always something that slows us down. Otherwise, you know, we would always be in motion, and we would just run into each other and then we wouldn't be in motion. So there's always, there's always drag, right? If you just think of it, I don't mean like this is a drag, but I'm thinking just in like physics, right? Where's the drag? Where, and, and, and is it um, something that you need to address, right? And then number 10, this was kind of funny because I was like, I don't know, I can't think of a number 10. And so I wrote in parentheses that uh, I'll, I'll have to read through the list again because um, I want it to be a nice, well-rounded uh, list, right? You can't, you can't have nine principles to be aware of. You, you need to have 10. And, <laughs> and then I said, because uh, I said 10 is a nice round number. And then I said, but don't make something what it's not just because you want it to fit. <laughs> and there we have number 10. Okay, so those are, those are the 10 guidelines of building relationships. So I'm going to cover them really quickly just to, to go over it again. So again, number one, being able to see in comparison to you, how is that other person responding? Or in comparison to other people, how is that person responding to you? Is it something to get excited about or 
is how the person's responding comparable to how they respond to everybody else? Um, number two, regarding everybody as, as a potential friend, even if you want it to be a friend with potential. Three, observable facts. Don't be a detective of mystery. Observe what is really there. Four, be guided more by actions than by statements. Flesh it out. See what's really there, what's really going on. Um, And be on the lookout. Number five, be on the lookout for those inconsistencies between saying and doing. Number six, tell a little, ask a little, wait for a response, and expect reciprocal questions. Number seven, accept the fact that all relationships have limits. Look for the limits. Address the limits. Discuss the limits and see what's acceptable to both parties. Uh, Number eight, uh, look for the five main aspects of bonding to be developing at an equal or um, comparable pace, physical, spiritual, emotional, intellectual, and social recreational. Number nine, be aware of you. How are you feeling? Are you able to be the cheerleader of the other person? And are they your cheerleader to be your best selves? Number 10, don't make something fit just because you want it to. So um, hopefully you have enjoyed this list. Uh, I love talking about these things. And I've had a couple of people say, Lisa, you really need to talk about sex on your podcast. And I said, I will, I will. But the title of the podcast is so provocative. I don't want people to tune in in the first few months and say, oh, this is the podcast about sex. Not that that would be a bad thing, (laughs) but um, at least not in the way I would talk about it. I think you guys have gotten to know me a little bit by now. Um, We're setting the stage that it's, it's, (laughs) while it might be a provocative topic, I tend to be the type who thinks we should just talk about sex a lot more than we do and not have it be a big deal. So um, that might be the next conversation um, that, uh, that I kick off, but we have to finish this conversation first. So I anticipate probably two to three more episodes to round out the conversation that we're currently in, uh, but I have to sit down and go through my notes to recap what we've already covered and move forward and, and round that off. So I will be doing that within the next few days, looking forward to it. And until then, I hope you have a super spectacular day. Take care.